Hello and welcome Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Tanner and Ben. Today is Wednesday, November 22nd, the night before Thanksgiving. So, Thanksgiving Eve, you might say. By the time you're hearing this, it will be at least Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Today, we are going to be comparing... I don't know if comparing is the right word. I guess it is the right word. But comparing current NFL players to the most common Thanksgiving food items. Did I, I, did I say that correctly? Did I say NFL, current NFL players? Or did I say current NFL foods? I think I might. I, I honestly don't know. I think I might have said current NFL <laughs> foods. I don't know. But anyway, whoever, if you're listening, you understand what I'm saying. Comparing current NFL players to the most common Thanksgiving foods. So I'm tr- I wish I had like an example, like ready to go off the top of my head that wasn't on one of our lists. But you understand what we're doing pretty much as soon as we start doing it. We're going to list off uh, a Thanksgiving food item. And then one at a time, we are going to tell who which player in the NFL we have compared to that item and why we are comparing them to that item. And I'm expecting that on a lot of these food items, we're going to be looking at it from completely different angles. Like, we're, we may not even be close to what kind of players, because we're going to like different foods, different amounts, compared, like, depending on who we are. So some of us may like a really a food item a lot and put a really good player with it. And some of us may really hate a food item and put a really bad player with it. So it anyway, you get the idea. So we're just going to jump right into it. Tanner, yes, what is the first food item that we are going to discuss today? So we can't do a Thanksgiving podcast without starting with the turkey. Okay. Without starting with the turkey. Okay. My turkey, my NFL player, is Patrick Mahomes. Because you got the turkey... If you cook it the right way, you baste that thing, you get all the, and you just, you just cook it the right way and it's juicy and it's moist. That is the star of Thanksgiving. Man, you're, you're getting some good just, turkey. That is that. the star of Thanksgiving, which we smoke our turkey in our family. So yeah. like, like slow cut, dude, I'm telling you, like it is so juicy. Oh, it is finger licking good, bro. You must be Y'all, really good You guys have dry turkey. Smoke, smoking turkey usually dries it out the most. Mm-mm. That's Dude, usually the I'm most telling you, dry. Well, you have to, no, you have to soak it. You have to soak it. I'm, let me educate you. I believe you. You got to soak it in the brine. That way you get it real nice. Okay. And then you slow, you, you slow cook it okay. after that. And then, dude, I'm telling you, best turkey I'll, you've I'll ever I'll wait till after we all three before I ask you a, a question about turkey in general. Best turkey but, you've ever Okay, so you've but got my turkey. Mahomes. You're basically saying it's Patrick Mahomes because he's the best. It's the like, best. Everything's 100%. centered around him. Okay. Everything is centered around the turkey. Okay, fair enough. Even if it's bad, it's still centered around the turkey because it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. Look at this year. He's not playing good. He's got crap around him, but he's still the star. That even makes it Patrick Mahomes even more. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, um, So for my turkey, I've had pretty, for the most part, turkey, I always consider it pretty dry. Um, yes. But it still tastes all right, and it's always the main show. So for mine, I put Aaron Rodgers as my turkey just because he can come off a little dry to some people. He's been there forever. He, he's still the face of the league, even though he's like 40 now. He's not actually. He's not the face of the league right now. Well, I mean, he's still a face of like. Okay. Everyone knows who Aaron Rodgers is. Okay. Whether they like him or not, they know who Aaron Rodgers is. Fair enough. And he can come off a little bit dry to some people. Okay. 
Fair enough. That, that, I mean, it that makes was sense. my reason. I can go ahead and tell you all, but without even hearing the rest of your list, that I thought about this list a lot differently than you guys did. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. All right. So the way I think about turkey, similar to Ben, I think about it as dry, like kind of gets a lot of attention for some reason, sometimes for reasons that I don't fully understand. Uh, so my comparison to turkey is Kirk Cousins. And here's why. Kirk Cousins, uh, turkey is dry, tur- but, but, but turkey can still be, can t- turkey can still be really good. It can be really, really good if it's prepared perfectly and is surrounded by a lot of great food items, especially things like turkey. If you got things, especially things like gravy, I mean, but if you surround turkey perfectly and you cook it perfectly the right way, the way that Tanner was talking about, if you do things perfectly, it can be amazing. But in most, but in most situations, it's not that great. That's, that's, that's why I've got Kirk Cousins. If you do, if you surround them perfectly and do things perfectly with the team, he can be really, really good. But most of the time, it's not going to be prepared that well. And it's not going to be that great. So that's why I've got Kirk Cousins. So, what you guys think about that? Be, that's, be that's prepared. Good. Like the rest of my list is that kind of thought process. I mean, so. I get it. Like I get it, but like yeah. you just haven't had a good turkey. Like I have. I, I, I have. Straight. Have you? I was. This is the question I was going to ask you. Okay. Have you had a deep fried turkey? Have deep I had fried turkey? Deep fried, I've never had a deep. Well, deep, I think I've had a deep. Deep fried turkey is is the best. It's it it, it, it is juicy. It it, it does still have juice. juice. I don't know if I can give you it's the best. Bro, it is. it's the best. I promise. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. It is dangerous. It's dangerous to deep fried turkey. Did you move away from me because I don't like deep fried turkey? Is that why? You moved <laughs> no. away from me? Wow. No, I just got tired of sitting on that couch. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're going to deep fry turkey, make sure you've got a fire extinguisher nearby. Oh, I bet. Dude, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And whoever's cooking, it's probably losing their eyebrows. Yes. Yeah. So... Anyway. I want to hear the sizzle, bro, when you drop it in that Yeah, dude, it's nice. I just That's like, some it's, sizzle. It's not even a sizzle. It's a roar. It's That's a, it's like, some sizzle, dude. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. All right, so that gets turkey out of the way. What's next up? We got, I'm assuming you're going to go ham? Me? Yeah. Uh, No, actually. What? Let's go ham. Okay. All right, we'll go ham. Okay. So Let's we'll go that. ham next. Okay. So my ham is Joe Burrow. Because... Some people don't like turkey. Some people don't like Patrick Mahomes. Some people would much rather have ham for Thanksgiving instead of turkey. Like, I've got a family member. They don't like turkey. They want ham. So, that is their star of the show, just like Joe Burrow is their star of the show. I could have used either Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert for this, for Brandon. But that was pretty much my main thought process. I love a good ham. Ham is fantastic, especially if, once again, you cook it the right way, you baste it the right way, you do all those things, have it nice and juicy. If you don't like turkey, you still got the ham that you can go with for the other side of the family that's serial killers and don't like turkey. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm a serial killer. So, yes. so I, I get the premise of what you were going for there, mm-hmm. but I feel like... I feel like a lot of the times that people that would rather have turkey or would rather have ham, they're like legitimately saying that ham is way better than turkey. Yeah, a lot of times. It's like ham and I don't ham. think there are people that really think Joe Burrow is way better than Patrick. I didn't want to put Justin Herbert on my list. That's why. Because okay. I knew you were going to say Justin Herbert. Oh, I mean, I, and I really didn't think like uh, for the for most. And, and another reason that I done this 
was if you look at a lot of rankings, like in NFL right now, a lot of people have it, uh, especially quarterback rankings, a lot of people have it Patrick Mahomes 1, uh, Joe Burrow 2. Okay. And very, Brandon is the only person Brent, yes. in the world that yeah. actually thinks Justin Herbert is yeah. better than Mike. Yeah. And, I and that, that. that's another reason that yeah. I done that was I'll, because I'll, a I'm lot not, of people... I'm not saying it should have been Justin Herbert. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, I don't even know if it can be anybody. I'm just, mm. I'm just saying that I don't know people that legitimately think Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Well, and another reason that I've done that, I like turkey better than ham. So, of course, I'm going to have Patrick Mahomes as my turkey yeah. and have Joe Burrow as my So, here, here's so, the thing about course. turkey, dude. Turkey. You hate on turkey. No, no, no. Before no, no, you no, even no, Turkey's no. not good. Dude, bro, here, here's the thing. If it, like, deep fried turkey is mm. some of the, the best meat I've ever had in my life. Maybe the best meat I've ever had. But 99% of the time, turkey is not good. Like it, dude. But, the, got, but that one percent is. You need to come to my family's Thanksgiving tomorrow. Can you come to my family's Thanksgiving? Tomorrow? I don't know if I have time. Well, you need to make time because we're oh. gonna change. You're gonna get on the podcast on Monday turkey, and apologize to turkey. Turkey is always edible. Like I will always eat it, and it's never mm. bad. Mm. It's just usually not great. You know that's why I've got Kirk Cousins there. But anyway, everyone gets turkey. At my my thing with turkey is like. Everyone gets turkey at Thanksgiving because they feel bad if they don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving. That's the only reason turkey is still a thing. Yes. Anyway, by the way, another uh, back to turkey for just one second. Back to the Kirk Cousins thing. Something I forgot to mention. I also had Kirk Cousins there because he is a great teammate, and turkey is a great teammate on that plate, bro. It's a great compliment piece to everything around it. Okay, so that's why I got Kirk Cousins. Anyway, so back to Ham. What do you got, Ham? Ben for Ham. I have Patrick Mahomes because I personally think Ham is the MVP of Thanksgiving. Bro, okay. bro, if, if there How wasn't ham did you eat today? if there wasn't ham at Thanksgiving, bro, we didn't have ham at Thanksgiving. So fatal, <laughs> fatal mistake from my family today. But we did have ham actually. There was turkey and ham in that pot. There was turkey. You didn't see the ham, bro. I didn't see the yeah, ham. I, I got turkey and ham today. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently we did, but it was all in the same pot. So, I, I actually feel I only got turkey. I actually feel bad for you. Anyways, ham is the MVP of Thanksgiving, and here's why. A good honey-baked ham, I could eat the whole thing by myself. Like, the honey-baked ham... Well, bro, okay, Ben, let's not get ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, honey-baked, dude. The honey-baked ham... Ben, ben bro, said honey-baked the, ham is legit, Ben said bro. he could eat the whole <laughs> ham by himself. Just about, bro. Ben and weighs then, like 140 pounds. <laughs> He's not eating all blast, bro. And, uh, okay. 150, thank you very much. <laughs> Anyways, but dude, a good honey baked ham, you can just cut those slices off. It's so juicy. Just like, I mean, like, Patrick Mahomes makes the flash plays. It's got the juice just dripping and everything. Like, that. that's Patrick Mahomes. That's why I had him. Okay. It's just, it's the star of the show. It's the best thing at the table. And it's juicy. I, I agree with a lot of what you said about Ham, uh, but I don't agree with it being the star of the show. It's the star. I think Ham is really good, but people don't go to Thanksgiving dinner looking forward to the Ham. I do. Okay? So, here's the here, 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 here was my take on the Ham. You can have all these superstar side dishes. You can have all these great pieces around, these superstar playmakers that everybody's excited about. But the Ham is what's really going to drive the whole meal and if you don't have the ham, what the heck is the point of the meal? See, so, I disagree with that. In that, that case, in that case, I've got Trent Williams as my ham. 
Mm-hmm. You can have all these superstars around, all these playmakers, and they're all great. But the one that's really driving the force and is providing all, giving all of them the opportunity to be great mm-hmm. is the ham. The that's ham right. is the one doing that. Okay. So Trent Williams is my ham, and I love that take. Trent, I, this is that's probably my favorite one on this list. <laughs> I love Trent Williams as my ham. Plus, he he just looks like a ham. Dude's a beast, bro. He is a beast. He is a beast. I just couldn't put Trent Williams on here because I have like five other 49ers on this list anyways. So, wow. Spoiler. Yep. Yep. All right. What's next up, Tanner? What are we going? Uh, next, we're going to go with stuffing. Stuffing. Right. My stuffing was Travis Kelsey. Okay. That was my stuffing. Okay. Because, like, it's another, it's literally another staple of Thanksgiving. Okay. Like, it's paired fantastically with turkey. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't, like... Every sing- your staples of Thanksgiving, ham, turkey, at least the top three in my opinion, ham, turkey, and stuffing. Okay, literally those three. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's the turkey and the turkey and the stuffing complement each other in my opinion when it comes to Thanksgiving. So that's why I paired those two together. That's fair. I like We're it. Really calling out my family right here. We didn't even have things. We didn't we, even have we stuff. Did, we didn't have stuff. What's wrong with your family? You are not. coming to Thanksgiving they, with my dude, family, trust bro. Me, I know. We're, we're upset, too. They forgot what? They forgot the stuffing. What? They also forgot gravy. What? Dude, what? They ended up making gravy as like a last second thing, but they, they forgot the stuffing and the gravy. Dude, was this like a last minute Thanksgiving dude, for you guys? I, I promise this Thanksgiving is usually like it's one of the best Thanksgiving. Like it most, it's usually so, our best Thanksgiving. Usually yeah. our best one. Holy cow, and, bro! Yeah, this one. Yeah, they, they did. Oh, sorry. I just put your family on was, blast. Was, I'm there, sorry, there, bro, there, there, too. Here's the thing: there have been babies born recently. Like, there's a lot going. There's on. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, ba- providing for baby or stuffing, like which I mean, stuffing is more important for for Thanksgiving. Stuffing is the, the but, first ever Thanksgiving for the baby. They didn't have stuffing there, bro. Baby is scar and gravy, bro. Well, imagine the gravy on the stuffing, bro. bro that that baby is scarred for life. That poor kid is never gonna see Thanksgiving how it's meant to be. He never has a chance, bro. <laughs> I feel bad for that baby. Actually, I'm gonna pray for that baby. That's poor you should <laughs> pray, hashtag pray for the baby. Hashtag yes. Hashtag pray for the baby. That's a long hashtag. <laughs> it's a worth. It's worth it. It's worth. All right, Ben. What you got Hail, for stuffing? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I couldn't really think of a good one for stuffing. I ended up going with Quinnen Williams, though, because he's, like, the person in the middle of that fantastic Jets defense. He's right in the middle of it. He's a solid piece for their defense. And, like, their defense without Quinnen Williams, it would still be good. Like, a Thanksgiving dinner would still be good. But it wouldn't. There, there's something missing if you don't have Quinton Williams in that Jets lineup for defense. So he's that main piece, like, right in the middle that's just, like, Oh, everything is so much better because they're stuffing on this plate. So, yeah. okay, fair enough. That's I like, I like the way, I like the direction you were going for, yeah. from there. My stuffing, the way I looked at stuffing was it's always consistent. It always hits. It's always there, and it's always good. It doesn't really even matter how you prepare it. it. Doesn't matter if you put onions in it. If you don't put onions in it, if you put other stuff in it, it doesn't. You can put whatever the heck you. You can put gravy on it. You don't have to put gravy on it. You can do whatever the heck you want with it. It always produces. It's always there, and it's always going to work out every single time. Therefore, I've got Cooper Cup as my stuffing. Mm. Cooper Cup is always going to deliver every single time, mm. without exception. 
Doesn't matter what kind of defense you're playing against him. Doesn't matter. Even when Matthew Stafford wasn't playing quarterback, he was still producing with the backups. Dude is always going to produce no matter what the situation is. That's my stuffing. Every Until time. he gets hurt. <clears throat> That's true. Until he gets but hurt. he's there. The stuffing's on the plate. It's going to hit every time. Mm. But somebody forgets stuffing like like ours. That's that's the equivalent of have him of him being hurt. So yes. Mm. So all right. Anybody else got anything else to say? No. We're, stuffing yeah. stuffing is great. Stuffing is fantastic. That's probably my favorite Thanksgiving food item. It's oh, so I love stuffing. Next up. Gentlemen, we gotta go gravy. We gravy. gotta go gravy. Okay. And I actually have two players listed oh, because I couldn't decide between the two. That's unacceptable. Okay. I couldn't one. decide. Flip, but you're, flip, flip a coin. You're going to agree with me on this. Okay. okay? All right. Is it two 49ers players? No. No, That's actually. Surprising. There is a 49ers player. I'm going to tell you guys right now that I've got the best gravy one. And you all are going to agree with me at the end. Okay. Maybe. I, I promise. My gravy is Trent Williams. Okay. And Jason Kelsey. And the reason that I say that oh is it's so multiple. It just makes everything so much better. Just ima- just sit here with me and just just go on this journey with me. I think okay? they deserve more than gravy. You bro. sit down. You sit. Just sit on this with me. You sit down. Okay. You've got your turkey. You've got your stuffing. You got some mashed potatoes on that plate too. And what is over top of them? Some nice warm gravy to perfection it just makes it so much better like you're already taking amazing food items and then you're throwing that just gooey gravy goodness on top of it take that how you want it but that gooey gravy goodness just on top of it bro and it just makes it so much better that is Trent Williams and Jason freaking Kelsey, okay. bro. I understand where you're coming from, I but, but, but I think they deserve more than gravy. Yeah, Gravy? Bro, what did you want? Ham? Did you want him as ham? Well, They're so complimenting, bro. I, I you're already taking fantastic... You did. You're already <laughs> taking fantastic food items and just throw... Just the icing on the cake, bro. Like, you're making them better. So, like, just imagine. Like, okay, Jalen Hurts is a fantastic quarterback, bro. But you're adding gravy to it with Jason Kelsey with him under center and it makes Jalen Hurts even better. Bro, I 100% I think that's fantastic. I agree with your take on gravy about taking something that's already amazing and just making it even better. Oh, yeah. My gravy is Christian McCaffrey, bro. Because (laughs) I actually got it. The 49ers (laughs) offense was already amazing. And then they got Christian McCaffrey and it just... It was a whole new world. Like gravy can't do a great gravy will just completely change the plate. Like it makes it an entirely different plate. And it's like the 49ers team with Christian McCaffrey on there, bro, it's it's a completely different team with Christian McCaffrey. Like you can't guard them. Whatever they want to do, they're doing it. So Christian McCaffrey's my gravy. Just because they were already amazing without him on offense, and then they just just the icing on the cake, as he said, just Throw them on there, and now they're unguardable. It's a whole different world. You all are, the phrase icing on the cake, you all are really going to like this one. Because my take on gravy is the rest of the team, they can play ball without you there. All right? They can play the whole game without you. Christian. Literally not even there. And then at the end, at the clutch moments, you just show up, and you just win the game in the end for them, and you you come in the clutch every single time. I can't. 
Justin Tucker. Gravy <laughs> Justin Tucker. Dude, is I didn't my, even think about Justin Tucker. Gravy, That's bro. fantastic, actually. I told you guys. I like that. That. That's nice. He okay. is great. I've bro. thought about putting Justin Tucker on there, but Christian McCaffrey is better gravy than <laughs> Justin Tucker. I don't know. <laughs> Justin Tucker, he's the best gravy, bro. He's the best. That that's Every nice. Time. I'll give, Every I'll give time. That's nice. I'll give you that. Justin Tucker's the GOAT, bro. Oh. I mean I'll give you that. I mean he is the GOAT kicker. There's I no, mean, yeah, there's he no is. debate about that. <laughs> I'm just talking about for winning the gravy conversation. I mean he's gotta win the gravy. He is literally the icing on the cake. I mean, that's literally what people were saying whenever Christian McCaffrey got there was he was the icing on the cake yeah, to that team. That is true. So, that is true. I Christian McCaffrey's a good pick. I'm not I'm not I'm not debating that. But Justin Tucker, he's the guy. He's the guy. It's two good picks. Let's move on. Okay. What's what's next up, Tanner? So next up, let's do uh let's see. Let's do deviled eggs next. Okay. Let's do deviled eggs. By okay. the way, I went different from what Ben said just so we can have different ones. You did? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's see. My deviled get. eggs is Lamar Jackson. And the reason and that I said. You don't like deviled eggs, do you? I, I don't, but I don't like deviled eggs. I like Lamar Jackson. But that kind of fits why I done that because it's so hit or miss. Just like this guy. I like Lamar Jackson. Okay, he hates Lamar Jackson. A lot of people love deviled eggs, or you hate like there's no middle ground. If you ask anybody, bro, about deviled That's eggs, true. they're literally gonna say they either love them or they hate them. There's no middle ground. Okay, that literally is Lamar Jackson. You have some people that say he is a fantastic quarterback. You have some people that say he's a fantastic running back, super average quarterback. So you either love him or you hate him, and that is deviled eggs. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I agree with I, that. I get it. I get it. For that exact real reason, I have Zach Wilson as Devil Eggs. So, because either you are the media that just is taking in the stats and stuff, and you're like, this guy's trash. How could he even be on an NFL team at this point? Which, should that's how they should be talking about uh, Malik Willis. But anyway, that's, <laughs> I had to throw him in there real quick. Um, but... I still think Zach Wilson has a ton of potential, and if you do deviled eggs right, like, if Zach Wilson had all the pieces around him to make him even better, then he would be one of the best meals at Thanksgiving. But he doesn't have those pieces around him right now. He was not built right. He didn't have time to prepare yeah. properly. They, the, and the they kind of just, just put them. mayonnaise in their deviled eggs. They yeah. ruined them. Yeah, yeah. so... Ugh. God, That's don't, disgusting. Don't, don't do dude, that. people actually do that? Yeah, yeah. they do. Dude, yeah. deviled eggs, people well, get wild with deviled they do eggs. They all kinds of crazy stuff. That's disgusting, So, bro. basically, everything that Ben said about Zach Wilson with deviled eggs. I, Zach Wilson would have been mine, too, but I knew Ben was going to do Zach Wilson, so I switched mine up. But I've also got the same premise. I, I know a lot of people hate on deviled eggs. I like deviled eggs, personally, and I think they're underrated. And they just get hated on for no reason, so... Since I couldn't do Zach Wilson this time, I'm doing Daniel Jones. I still believe in Daniel Jones. I still think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback, and he gets hated on not as much. He doesn't get hated on as much as Zach Wilson, but I still think he gets unfairly hated on, and he's actually a good quarterback. So De Daniel Jones is my devil decks. And he, he definitely has had mayonnaise all over him this this year. I mean, my God. That's been a disaster. It's been a worse position than Zach Wilson was in this year. It's Oh, God, Giants. God, they're awful. <laughs> all right. Move on. What we got next? Oh, uh, next. Let's go taters. We're going to go. We're okay. going to go potatoes. Okay. I like my potatoes. My potatoes. 
is Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Because it's so multi-part. You can do so many different things. That's bro. He's a, an amazing running back. He's got amazing hands. He can play receiver. You can literally put him right back. Like, this guy can literally do it all. There's so many different options that you can do this guy. Just like some potatoes. You okay. can go mashed. You can go bait. Okay. You can go like there's just so many different things. Okay. I mean that is Christian McCaffrey yeah. is the perfect potato. Yeah, that makes yeah. perfect sense. So before Ben goes, I want to say that I didn't do potatoes in general. I did mashed potatoes as my potato option. So mm. I went a little more specific than that. Okay. But what you got? Um, so I also went with potatoes, and for my potatoes, I also had a 49er. I had Debo Samuel. I'm a little bit lower on Debo Samuel than most people, and I'm a little bit lower on potatoes just in general than most people are, honestly. Like, I like potatoes. I know they're good. I know they serve a huge purpose, but I personally just, like, I could go without eating potatoes, really. I like them. I'm glad they're there, but I could go without them. But most people really love potatoes. And I put Debo there because he can be used as a running back. He can be used as a receiver. He can even throw the ball if you need him to, which Christian McCaffrey can also. But, I mean, I had already used Christian McCaffrey's gravy. So, I put Debo's potatoes just because I'm a little bit lower on him than most people are. But he can still be used multiple different ways. And he's going to be useful in all of those different ways that you have him. So, yeah, I like it. Uh, I went... A, quite a bit of a different direction than you guys did on this. Like I said, I went specifically mashed potatoes. And the way I see mashed potatoes is most of the time it's pretty bland and flavorless, uh, but it can be really flavorful at times if it's cooked a certain way with certain ingredients, and it can be pretty awesome. If it has but gravy. for the most part, it's not great, and also it is helped if it has some really good stuff on it, like gravy, like a really good player that helps them out a lot. So the way I was viewing mashed potatoes, mostly bland, but if it's done really well, occasionally can be really flavorful and really exciting. So my mashed potatoes is Baker Mayfield. Usually pretty bland, not not a good That's quarterback, but if, there are certain times that he can be really exciting and really entertaining. So that Baker Mayfield is my mashed potatoes. Okay, I don't hate it. Yeah. I feel like he has a little bit more of a big persona than to just be mashed potatoes. But mashed potatoes has, like, everyone knows what mashed potatoes are. Yeah, so. you're right about the persona thing, but I'm talking, like, on the football field. What I just, that, he's yeah. not, ugh, like, I don't know. I don't really get much enjoyment out of it. But every once in a while, there are some sparks that are like, whoa, that was that was kind of fun. What just happened right there? Yeah. So, anyway. So, we're getting to pretty, we're pretty much out of the food. Bro, that, like, mac and cheese, dude. Well, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say we're pretty much out of. Like in my opinion, we're out of the ones that like we're is, the is a staple. Yeah. Now we're out of the ones that are kind of optional. Mac like and cheese is a have to for well, things. It's uh, that's more of a modern your family thing. didn't have stuffing. Stop with that. Yeah. I'm Ma mac and cheese is more of the modern thing. That wasn't a traditional one. Yeah. So what Tanner's saying is we're done with the traditional. Yeah, ones. like your traditional ones. Like yeah. pretty much everybody's gonna bring mac and cheese, but like, yeah. do y'all want to go straight to the? Thanksgiving dessert, or do you want to save dessert for later? We can save dessert for last if you want okay, to. Okay, we can do that. That's okay. fine. So because he said it, we're going to go to mac and cheese. Okay. I'm excited for this one. My mac and cheese is Geno Smith. Wow. My uh, mac what? and cheese is Geno Smith. Okay, You're going to have to explain. It's, it's, it's going to be, like, you know it's going to be there. Okay? Like, it's going to, for the most of the times, it's going to be good. 
Okay, so you have the mac and cheese to look forward to. Just like Geno Smith, when he got with the Seahawks, he's been very, very consistent, especially last year. Had a fantastic season last year. He's looked okay this year. But I would say he's probably still the highlight of the Seahawks defense. Offense? Defense. defense. I meant offense, yeah. yeah. Still the highlight of the Seahawks offense. Because it's going to be, like, you know you can count on him. You know he's going to be there. Okay, just like the mac and cheese, like Ben said. So that's kind of my thought process behind the mac and cheese. This is one of my weaker ones. Yeah, I think this is your but worst like, one so This far. is probably one of my weaker ones. Yeah. But I would still say probably Geno Smith is your mac and cheese. I hate it. I hate that You one. hate it? Yeah. Mac and cheese deserves so much more than Geno Smith. I'm just not a massive mac and cheese I'm guy. Either. You're insane. I'm bro. not a massive mac and cheese You're guy. You're insane. All right. All right, so that's that's your weakest one, bro. I hope that's your weakest one, anyway. <laughs> I I like my mac and cheese comparison. I was thinking about it a completely different way than Tanner was, uh, with his always consistently being there and stuff, and just because I love mac and cheese, but sometimes mac and cheese isn't there, honestly. Yeah. And it, my thing, I put George Kittle as my mac and cheese, and here's why. Mm, okay, is because mac and cheese. Most people just think of the traditional cheese and noodles. But mac and cheese can be made in a lot of different ways. Like, yes. there's breadcrumbs that people put in it, crackers sometimes. It can be made into, like, a casserole. Um, casserole, yeah. So, like, it can be used a few different ways. So, he's one of the best blockers in the league. If you want to make him a blocking tight end, he's great at it. If you want to make him a receiving tight end, he's a great receiving tight end. True, true. If, you, if you're looking for yards after the catch, he's also a great yards after the catch tight end. If you're, like... So he can do whatever you're asking him to do, and he's going to fill that role perfectly. And that's that's exactly what mac and cheese is. It just it knows its role and it plays whatever you ask, whatever role you ask mac and cheese to play. It's going to play that role and it's going to do it perfectly. So that's where I went with George Kittle to play mac and cheese. Okay. Geno Smith wasn't my mac and cheese. I I changed it and I forgot to put who I changed it with, and I don't remember who it was. Unacceptable. So you still don't remember who it was? It must not have been that important. Though. No, I changed. So I changed Geno Smith to something else, and I don't remember who I changed it for because I have two Geno Smiths right now. But I know I changed it to my second one. Well, too late now. Yeah. So Geno Smith is currently my mac and cheese. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. I hate it, but whatever. Anyway, go ahead. All right. You ready for this one? I'm excited for this one. Okay. Mac and cheese. For me, all right, mac and cheese is, I know it's not good for me, okay? I know mac and cheese isn't good for me. I know that it doesn't really serve much of a tr- like nutritional value to me whatsoever, and it's just not going to be in general great for me if I eat a whole lot of it, but I don't care. Give it to me anyway. Give it all to me, all right? I don't care. My mac and cheese is Josh Allen. All right. I don't care if it's good for me or not. I don't care if it's good for my team or not. Shove it in my veins, bro. I want all of the Josh Allen. Okay. Give me all of it. I want to see every single snap. I want to see every great throw. I want to see every dumb throw. I want to see it all. All right. Give me the mac and cheese. Give me the Josh Allen. Give it all to me. All right. He's my he's my mac and cheese. That's understandable. Gosh, I'm passionate about that one. You're under, you're passionate about some mac and cheese, bro. Oh, God, he you're loves super mac passionate give it to about me. some mac and cheese. Give bro. it to me, bro. Gosh. Dude, how did we not mention corn yet, dude? Corn is actually a traditional like Thanksgiving thing. Even the, the original Thanksgiving had corn, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We'll do corn. We'll do corn next. 
<laughs> so actually, it's crazy that you say that because literally my corn, well, we had corn on the cob. I, I did. I, I just did, did corn. I just did corn. I did corn. So y'all didn't tell me about this. I, well, All right, we, we, told we told you we the that we could do. So okay, well, originally I actually changed my corn on the cob to Geno Smith. That's what I changed it to is Geno. And my thought process. How are I, we? How are we mentioning Geno Smith so much? I don't this? see. I don't remember. I don't remember who I changed him for. I really don't. Goodness because I had two Geno Smiths. I made a last-minute change. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah. So, you did Geno Smith again. Yeah, Geno Smith was actually my corn on the cob. <laughs> yeah, Geno Smith was my corn on the cob. Because, why, why was he the corn on the cob? Because, like... Get stuck in your teeth. I look at... So, I look... Geno Smith has kind of been like kind of a backup quarterback his entire career, kind of bland, just like, but and st stay with me here. I'm going to take you all through another journey, okay? Just like corn, like just straight corn. But when you throw it on the cob, what do you have to have on some corn on the cob? Butter. You better preach. You got to have some butter on corn on the cob. Just like when you put Geno Smith with the Seahawks. In that offense, it makes it ten times better. Just like when you put butter on corn on the cob. So that's why I changed and put Geno Smith on. So are my you corn saying Geno Smith is the butter that's on the corn? Geno Smith is corn on the cob with butter because you can't have corn on the cob without butter. So you're saying that the rest and he of the was Seahawks bland. Offense is his butter. He it's was butter. bland. Yes, it's his butter. He was bland, okay. just straight. But when you okay. throw it on the cob and you throw that butter on it, you get Geno. Okay. I mean, that's another stretch. Is that one better? No, is that I, one better? I, th I think it might be worse. I don't know. You are ridiculous, bro. <laughs> you are ridiculous. It's just hard to compare Gino to any of these. Ridiculous. All right. My corn is Tyreek Hill. And because okay. of multiple other reasons that we've mentioned, corn can be made quite a few different ways, and it can be put into a lot of different ways. Like, yes. a lot of different foods True. have corn yep. in it. And Tyreek Hill, it doesn't matter what offense you put him in, what scheme you try to build around him, what you try to do, he, he's going to be fantastic. Whether you ask him to catch a jump ball, whether you ask him to catch a five-yard slant, whether you just want him to beat the dude 70 yards down the field, whether you want him to catch a screen pass, like he, he can do whatever you ask him to do. And it's kind of the same with like uh, the mac and cheese for me. Like Whatever you ask him to do, he's going to do it, and it's going to be great. And I really like corn. I'm probably higher on corn than most people are. So I really like Tyreek Hill. I like corn. And they have multiple different purposes. Tyreek Hill can be used multiple different ways. Okay. Bang. I, I am agreeing with all these takes that you're having on all these, but you're using the versatility card over and over and over. Again. I didn't use it for all of them. Okay. But the main thing. Like, okay. Yeah. So the thing, the versatility card for me. It's like the mac and cheese, the corn, and the potatoes. Yeah. Those are all the versatile sides. Yeah. So, like, we went with the versatile sides. Okay. The rest of mine aren't that versatile. Okay. So, all right. Fair enough. All right. So, the way I view corn, and I didn't do corn on the cob, which corn can, corn on the cob can kind of be included in this, I guess. But corn can be, like Ben said, can be cooked a lot of different ways. And it can be cooked a lot of different bad ways. You can do it where corn is not good. But if you make corn really creamy, like the corn we had today, oh my god, that was incredible. If you make it really creamy, or there's some other ways you can do it where it's not that creamy, where it's still really good. But there's a few ways where you can make it to where it's 
absolutely incredible and maybe the best side on the dish in some cases. All right. And, but there's a lot of times that it's, if it's not done well, it can be actually not just okay. It can be bad. All right. So corn is Jalen Hurts for me. If you surround it the right way and cook it the right way, it can be outstanding and possibly the best side on the entire plate. All right. So that's Jalen, the way the Eagles have done Jalen Hurts. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But, but if you put him on like the Buccaneers right now, I don't, I don't think that would go well. So I, that's kind of, and also, let's bring in the quarterback sneak part of this. Yeah, corn, push, push. corn. Yeah, you do the, tush, you could do the tush push with Jalen Hurts, and just like corn, no matter how hard you try to get rid of it, and if you could try to take a crap all you want to, the corn's still gonna be there. It's not going away. <laughs> all right, that that tush push is still gonna be there. every time they're on the one yard line, they're gonna do it. You can't get rid of it. Sorry, you can't stop it. It's gonna happen every time. All right, so I just brought using the bathroom in the pink Yes, he did. So Jalen Hurts, he's corn. There you go. I, I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm killing this right now. That that just that's you think you're all killing this, this right now. The, the Jalen Hurts corn was probably your strongest one. That's fantastic. That's, that's good. Yes. That that is good. All right, next we're gonna do green beans. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. excited for this one too. Okay. Green bean. I think this may be my best one, legitimately. Okay. okay. So nobody. What? It's. It's the greens that you know you have to eat. Like if you're gonna pick a green, if you're gonna pick a green, okay. I kind of took two stances with this. If you're gonna pick a green, you're probably gonna pick green beans if oh, you have to eat one. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then if you look at it from this perspective as well, if you have to eat it, you've also got that parent that is shoving green beans down your throat, telling you uh -oh. that you need to eat green stuff. That is David Montgomery. Okay. That is David Montgomery. Is because on the goal line, every freaking time, we always get David Montgomery. Okay? <laughs> Literally, 98% of the meal can be around everything else. But that last 2%, you get mom coming in telling you, eat your dang green beans. And that's exactly what we get with David Montgomery in the red zone for these two-yard freaking touchdowns. So green beans is David Montgomery. I like okay? it. I like it. That's I was good. worried about where you were going, but that it's actually really <laughs> yeah. funny, and it's a good comparison. I like it. I like it. So yeah, I like it. My thing with green beans was like, it's kind of the thing that it, it is always at Thanksgiving, and if you have to eat greens, it's going to be the greens that you eat. And it's not really anyone's favorite, even though you know it's healthy for you, but you have to eat it anyways. Mm -hmm. So I put Kirk Cousins as my green beans because I he's not no one thinks he's like the best quarterback ever, but you feel like having him in there, he's gonna help your locker room out. He's gonna be a good team player, and he's just gonna he's gonna be there and he's gonna be consistent when he's there. Well, not unless it's prime time, but that's besides the point. That was an unnecessary shot at Kirk Cousins. Wow, bro. <laughs> but I have Kirk Cousins as my green beans because, well, I mean, sometimes green beans can actually be good too, yes. and sometimes they can be awful. Yeah. So I'm, Kirk Cousins fits that even more now. But right. it just a good team player, good locker room guy. You know he's going to be healthy for the team if he's there, but he's, no one's going to think he's the best quarterback. So right. that that's okay. Kirk Cousins is my green beans. Fair enough. All right, the way I looked at green beans was different than the way you guys looked at green beans. All right, so green beans for me, growing up, like you guys, I hated any kind of green foods. Like I, I, and green beans was included in that. I didn't want to eat it at all. I just didn't like it at all. But recently, 
recently I've kind of discovered that I kind of like green beans. Like green beans. See, are, I get it. Green, I get that. Green beans. Are, I get that. Green beans are actually kind of good. And and on top of that, green beans. Oh, I David Montgomery. That's the only reason. Green beans are actually kind of good, and on top of that, green beans are good for you. Mm. About to shock you guys. Green beans for me is CJ Shroud. What? CJ Shroud. Okay. I, I, I didn't think he was good, but I recently discovered that he actually is pretty good, and he's good for the NFL in general. Like he's good for the Did NFL. Did just admit he was wrong? And so CJ, yes, that Did Brandon that. just admit he I, was wrong? I used to hate green beans, but now I kind of like green beans. All right, CJ Shroud is my green beans. There you go. This is a this is a this is a beyond the neutral zone moment right here. Yes, Brandon Lynch just admitted he was. We're going to start just talk randomly talking about CJ Shroud and green beans. Yeah, I thought we bring up the Texans. Yeah, you know, green bean did his thing. Do green go? Yeah. All right, guys, I cannot put this one off any longer. I have to go here. I was going to say this one to the last. Okay. I literally can't put this off any longer. Okay. Because you guys are going to get so pissed at me for uh -oh. this, okay. but I don't freaking care. All okay. Right. All right. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Okay. Okay. 98% okay. of this world hates Brussels sprouts for the right reason. They suck. Okay. I they suck. Okay, but you get that 2% of people that are throw this on it, throw this on it, throw this on it. <laughs> and I swear it's going to be really, really good. I swear they're fantastic. Brussels sprouts is Zach Wilson. Okay, 98% of this world knows it's trash. Okay, 98% of people know Zach Wilson is not a good quarterback. But you have those 2% of people like the Lynches over here that swear up and down, if you throw this on it, this on it, this on it, this on it, it's not that bad. Zach Wilson is Brussels sprouts. Um, there's not much I can – I'm not going to comment much on this because it will just turn into a long conversation. Oh, oh yeah. I'm in a completely different way than Tanner on this one because yeah. I actually like Brussels sprouts <laughs> and they're healthy for you. Exactly. So you like Zach Wilson. I, I went with Aaron Donald because, like – he he's a great healthy piece of that team, and he's just always going to be good. Like any time that he's on the field, he's going to be great for that team. But then also, there's talks that he might retire or just be gone. Like every year, people are like, "We might have Brussels sprouts, we might not have Brussels sprouts." But then if Brussels sprouts are there, they're good. I like Brussels. Sprouts. I have not heard anything about. Maybe I just haven't looked over. I've not heard anything about Aaron. Donald the Rams retiring. just haven't been super relevant this year. Well, there was talks of him retiring immediately after the Super Bowl. Was there really? Yeah, yeah. Like he, it, like everybody thought he was retiring. Like they. Here's a note. Sean McVay literally, no. yeah, like it, just backed him. And, 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 Sean, and Sean McVay, Sean McVay, if he took that broadcasting job, Aaron Donald was going to retire. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. How did I not know about this? I've never heard anything about Aaron Donald retiring. You lived under a cave. Bro. I must have, bro. I don't know. So my take on Brussels sprouts was definitely different from Tanner's, but it was even a little different than Ben. So my take on Brussels sprouts is that it looks disgusting. The texture of it is incredibly weird. Just this seems off and just seems like it wouldn't be good and just it just looks odd and doesn't look right. But when you actually eat it and taste it, you're like, Wow, this is actually good it looks awful but the performance in the end is actually really good brandon also put zach wilson as my brussels sprouts <laughs> is isaiah pacheco 
you watch him run the ball, it looks terrible. The, the form is awful, but he's a freaking good running back. It looks awful, but it's so good at the same time. So, Isaiah Pacheco is my Brussels sprouts. I, I see it, but I'm just like... I like it. I like it. You just don't like Brussels sprouts. I, I hate Brussels. Brussels sprouts are disgusting, bro. <laughs> like, you're a serial killer, and you just don't know it if you like Brussels sprouts. This podcast... Like, I have tried literally everything on So, it. Tanner hates like, green beans, he hates Brussels sprouts. No, I like green beans. Okay. You, I like green beans. You hated it earlier. No. Well, I used to hate it. And that was that food that, like, everybody, like, my mom shoved down my You were talking about Like, you have to eat it. Yeah. Okay. You know? Anyway. Fair We're going to go to rolls next. Okay. Rolls. My rolls is Derrick Henry. Okay. I see So solid. Rolls are fantastic. Mm -hmm. But once again, the butter comparison, bro, you smack some butter on those rolls, dude. They could literally steal the show. Like, how many dinners have you guys been to, at least for me? I know I've been to some dinners, bro. Like, red lobsters rolls. Those aren't rolls. Derek, I will fight you. Those well, are, okay, those rolls, rolls, bread, I don't care. But I'm making this dang comparison. Okay. Because you can literally, they are the showstopper. Literally the showstopper. Okay? That is the Derek Henry comparison. Those are more biscuits. But yeah, those are biscuits. Biscuits, rolls, same thing. There are people that throw that have biscuits for Thanksgiving, but rolls Roll, slash biscuits. biscuits aren't that's even, their candy. Biscuits aren't even made from wheat, though, so I don't even think that's... You're really overthinking this, bro. Yeah, okay. You're really. Let's move on. Anyway, I, I love my rolls. So my rolls comparison was something that you put in the oven. It might take a second to bake, and it can be made wrong. But if you put it with the right stuff, it's actually fantastic. I have Jared Goff as my rolls because mm. he started out in L.A. He had Sean McVay as his coach and a pretty good team around him. They went to the Super Bowl. He didn't have quite enough to finish it off just because he was still taking time to cook in the oven. So then he goes, gets traded to the Lions, and there's not a lot of really solid pieces around him. They're doing pretty bad. Eventually, they get the right coach. They get the right pieces around him, and Detroit has, like, he's been in Detroit hard enough, long enough now that it has taken that softness away from him. He used to be that just little L.A. kid that everyone bullied and stuff whenever he got to Detroit. Now he's been in the oven so long that he's just a just a hard stone, basically, at this point. And the middle of that offense. Goodness gracious. He had, but he still has the right pieces around him, and it looks good, but it's, I don't know. So my original thing was he was soft in L.A., just like biscuits or rolls whenever you're trying to cook them. Now he gets to Detroit, and he's been there. He's been hardened up a little bit, and he's got the right pieces around him, and they actually look like a decent team now with Jared Goff in the okay. middle. So, okay. That, that's it. Uh, my take on roles are that they there's not much there, but they are really good, and they are a great complementary piece. Now, if you're just eating it by yourself, it'd be kind of strange, but it's a great complement to other Bro, foods, of, some roles other foods around it. So anyway, also and also if it's cold, it's not good at all. Like you want that thing to be hot, okay? So my comparison to rolls is Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, not a whole lot there, just not flashy at all, but is a great complimentary piece. And last year when he was with the Vikings, his last year with the Vikings, he was awful. That was the equivalent of a cold roll. He was it was cold. That was not good at all. But then he got heated back up again, and this year he's actually playing well again. Also, extremely soft hands. Another comparison to the rolls. 
So Adam Thielen is my Rolls, bro. Mm. You all don't like that? You don't like that one? I think that may be your weakest, what? personally. I think that, that, but that's just me personally. I think it's just because the rest of them have been so good. Okay, I don't hate it. <laughs> I hate it, but like, all right. So we uh, act, we have seven left. Okay, we're gonna go to cornbread next. Cornbread. All right. Yes. I can't believe we haven't talked about cornbread. No, no. My cornbread. You may have to stick with me because you may jump off the rails when I say this. Okay. My cornbread is Saquon Barkley. Okay. I know where you're going. And I say that. Mine's very similar. I say that because cornbread is fantastic. Okay? It's absolutely fantastic. Okay? If it sticks together. Okay? You could also make this argument with Tua. If it sticks together, bro. Okay? But when you grab it with that little spatula thing and you put it on your plate and it breaks apart, those are those little two-yard runs that he has or like his ACL tears. But if it stays together, dude, if it stays together and you can crack that mofo open, spread that butter in there and eat it, it is show-stopping. Just like the 70-yard runs that Saquon can break off. Absolutely fantastic. Saquon Barkley yeah, is my cornbread. I, that's fair. I like it. I like it. That's good. My, mine's very similar. My mm. cornbread comparison was Derek Carr. And the why? reason why... Okay. Hold okay. on. Because... If you all don't remember, in his um, all-pro, I forget what they call it for the quarterbacks, like the accuracy drill and how far they can throw it or whatever, pro skills. bowls, skills yeah, drill for oh, the quarterbacks. Did, dude, he, dude, killed he it. absolutely went off, which cornbread, really good. Like, apparently Derek Carr, not under pressure. Derek Carr is awesome. Can Accuracy's off the charts. Can also throw it deep and just super awesome quarterback. But... If it's cut the wrong way or if there's pressure on it, it's going to crumble, just like Tanner said. So if okay. you cut it the wrong way or there's pressure on it, it's just going to crumble and fall apart and be terrible, little crumbs all over your plate Fair that enough. you don't want on your team. And that's Derek Carr. Okay. So, I mean, I could see that. Uh, my angle on cornbread was a lot closer to Tanner's. So a little extra uh, details with mine, though. Cornbread... I think cornbread in general is slightly overrated, um, but cornbread's still good. Even though I still, even though I think it's a little overrated, it's still really good and it tastes incredible. And but it falls apart so easily, and it's so fragile. Okay, little I know where this is going. little overrated. Tastes really good. Literally the second Fragile. It's Tua Tungabaloa. I knew it. Tua Tungabaloa is my cornbread. He, I, I do think he's a little overrated. He's still a good quarterback. He has great accuracy. Incredibly brittle. So I think he was just a perfect fit for so, cornbread. Did you hear me when I said earlier that I had another one that I had two players? Yes. It was Tua. Okay. And it was cornbread. I had Saquon slash Tua, gotcha. but I chose Saquon. Gosh, gotcha. I'm so glad you did go We Saquon. were actually on the same page there. Yes. Yes. Uh, Alright, like let's go let's go cranberry sauce next. Ooh, oh, another one I'm excited I'm glad for. about this one. Let's go cranberry sauce. Let's so, go. This one should be fun. My cranberry sauce is Christian Fulton. Okay. <laughs> and I say that because nobody wants cranberry sauce there. Okay? Like, let's be honest with ourselves. 
Who gets excited about cranberry sauce? That's I, no, I know a few people like, that really like cranberry sauce. Okay. Just like I know a couple of people like Mike Vrabel that love Christian Fulton. Okay? Yeah. And it's kind of that piece that nobody cares about. Like, literally, it's that person like, hey, what are you bringing? Everything's gone. I guess I'll bring the cranberry sauce. But you know it's going to sit there and nobody's going to eat it. That is literally Christian Fulton. Okay? He is just not good. He's not good. But you know somebody is still going to bring him because there's no there's nothing else that they can bring. Literally, there's nothing else that they can bring. That is Christian Fulton. And he's cost me probably years off of my life just this year. Okay? Just like I'm sure cranberry sauce, because it can't be healthy. Okay? Has probably taken years off other people's lives as well. All right. Yeah. My cranberry sauce is Tua Tungavaloa. And the reason why is because every year you know he's going to be there and he's part of that team, just like cranberry sauce is part of Thanksgiving team. Like, it, someone's going to bring him, and people always think, like, oh, at least we have cranberry sauce there. Like, cranberry sauce is good. But he makes Thanksgiving worse. You put any other starting quarterback into a situation, they're doing better. Tyreek Hill is awesome. Jalen Waddle is awesome. Their running backs are awesome. Their offensive line is awesome. Tua is not good. He's not. But because of everything around him, it's like, oh, okay, I guess he's acceptable. Cranberry sauce is welcome at Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is awesome. Thanksgiving is not awesome because cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce is accepted because everything else at Thanksgiving is awesome. And cranberry sauce just happens to be there. for cranberry sauce. I hate cranberries. I hate Tua. I hate I hate cranberry sauce. But so the yeah. disrespect you just put on Tua. literally Tua makes Tyreek Hill worse. He makes Jalen Waddle worse. He makes the offensive line look worse. <laughs> he makes the running backs worse. Literally, did you really Tua, just say Tua, that? Tua makes everything worse. Did you legitimately just yes, say? Yes, I did. He makes Tyreek Hill worse, bro. Put put any other quarterback, any other starting quarterback. He had Patrick Mahomes, and he's he's putting up more yards with Tua than he had because with he's the main weapon. But you just said Tua makes him worse. He would be even better if he had any other starting quarterback in that system. I was about to hit you with the Stephen A. Smith. There's something wrong with you, bro. Actually, here's, you. Li- here's the thing. I typically lean more toward Ben on the Tua take, but I I don't know if I agree with him on this particular thing because Tua is very good at these timing slant patterns. Well, we keep saying that the pat this whole entire yeah, year he has missed every single throw across the middle, but no one's intercepting. You're 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 actually right. He this year he seems to have taken a couple steps back for some reason. Uh, don't know exactly why. He, he hasn't been hitting those as You can make the exact same statement for Patrick Mahomes. Yes, that's true. He has yeah. not looked good this yeah. year whatsoever. No, no quarterback's looked good no, this literally year. Literally, no Tua quarterback. has done Josh it Allen career. looks atrocious. Yeah, no, no quarterback's look great this year. Tua has missed those throws the entire career, and that's the one thing that people say, oh, he's amazing, deadly accurate across the middle. How did they lose the game against the Green Bay Packers? You also year? have to lead Tyreek Hill 10 yards. On a slant, he can't man. do that because his arm sucked. Also, exactly. Yeah, he j- he's just leading the entire NFL in yards. Like because he has Tyree Hill and Jalen Waddle with an amazing offensive line. You slap to him, bro. I could throw the ball to Tyree Hill, bro. The disrespect, dude, is insane. Is insanity. 
I, the disrespect, bro. Oh. Like, I was okay with your take <laughs> until you said he makes Tyreek Hill worse. He does. That is just mind-bogglingly bad. Bro. That is so terrible. Have bro. you seen some of the catches that Tyreek Hill has to make because oh. of how bad Tua is, bro? Oh, my gosh, dude. All right. Let's move on. Tua's not good. <laughs> anyway. My good. So, I... I don't hate cranberry sauce as much as you guys do, apparently. I hate cranberry I, sauce. I totally forgot you haven't given your Yeah, I don't Sorry, love yeah. cranberry sauce, uh, but I don't necessarily hate it either. Okay, so here's my take on cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce is a, a way different flavor and sometimes is like a nice change of pace and is just a, just a little bit of a spark of just something different. Okay, just something different that really catches the attention. Just for all of a sudden, but doesn't really provide much value other than that quick attention, okay? Where it just catches you for just a second and you're like, wow, okay, that's different. It's interesting, very interesting. And, but then at the end of the day, it doesn't really provide you much tradition, like much nutritional value. And in the long run, it really just doesn't do a lot for you, okay? So the, my, my look at a player for this is that somebody that like is, Always at the, like you said, all, cranberry sauce always gets brought to the table. Always gets brought to Thanksgiving. This guy always gets brought up in the best quarterback conversations. But I just don't feel like he's there. And I think he's just a flash in the pan kind of guy. Brings attention, brings spark. But that, but he doesn't actually provide a whole lot of long-term value. And that's why I, I am going with Lamar Jackson. Oh, crap. I thought you were going back. Yes. Lamar Jackson, I think he's a great spark, a great flash in the pan. A great, just interesting eye catcher, but at the end of the day, isn't really that good. And I let me make it clear: I don't hate cranberry sauce like you guys do. I I will eat cranberry sauce, and I kind of like it from time to time, but I don't love it. And it is kind of a waste of space on the table. That's kind of that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. One hundred percent. So that's my. I know you all don't agree with my Lamar Jackson take, but he's my cranberry sauce. So we. All, I see what you were going with there, but I just. I, I think Lamar Jackson's better than that. But I, I get your connection yeah. and how you feel about Lamar, why that makes sense. Yes. And I also, again, I don't hate cranberry sauce as much as you guys do. That's not one of my weakest things on the list. I hate cranberry sauce, and two is cranberry sauce. Okay. <laughs> I wish we had video right now. We're going to go yams next. Yeah, let's go. Right, just jump straight to the... I'm excited for this one. I love my yams, bro. Yeah. Let's go. My yams is Kitty Pickett. Oh God, yams are trash, bro. Yams are so bad. But it's it's it, and the reason that I said Kitty Pickett for one is it's like the name yams. I feel like it's a Thanksgiving dish by the name that is just going to be catchy, and some people are going to bring. But everybody knows it's trash. Everybody knows that yams are trash. Along the same lines as cranberry sauce. Okay, like. It, it's cranberry sauce. It's bad. Same thing with yams. Okay, like that's my Kenny Pickett. The name Kenny Pickett. Like, okay, okay. But when you see the product, you once see how bad it looks, and then you taste it. Nah, bro. It's just bad. So the name can be catching, but when you see the overall product, you're just like, nah, this is just bad. So that's my okay, yams. because enough. tell look at me in the eyes and tell me that yams looks appetizing. Please tell me that yams look appetizing. I don't think anybody can tell you that. Exactly. Yeah. So I can't tell you that because 
I don't know if I've ever eaten yams. I don't know if I've ever even seen yams. So that that's that's where my comparison comes in here. It's almost like a legendary type figure that people always talk about around Thanksgiving. But it's not actually like I don't ever remember like watching it or seeing it or tasting it. And my comparison for yams is Frank Gore. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing just active play. He is. He's still Frank Gore is still active. What? So, he's stretching. I, I looked up the Liberty. I, I looked up active players, active running backs specifically, because like the legendary lore around running backs in the old times. Oh and so Frank Gore is still actually in the NFL. He is scheduled to sign. This makes it even better. He's scheduled to sign with the 49ers tomorrow on Thanksgiving and retire a 49er. Bro. On Thanksgiving. Oh so, I love this comparison. Did you know he was saying this? He did? Frank Gore is my yams. That may be my favorite comparison of this. Me, personally, I don't actually remember watching him that much or, like, what he did whenever he was playing, but everyone still, like, has this idea of Frank Gore, like, being around forever, which he apparently still is, and then, like, being good whenever he's in the league. But I just I just don't remember Frank Gore. He was on an active roster, like, two years ago. For the Titans, I remember that, but that was, like, I think, still... I think no, he was on the no. Bills. I think he was on the Bills. No, thought, it wasn't the Titans. I thought the Titans was the most recent no, team he played for. I don't think Anyways, so. but it's, even still then, it was after his prime. Like, he was already, like... Yeah. So, for me, I don't personally remember him that much, and... Frank it's Gore just, was in his prime the same year you were born. Yeah, I actually it, love that tape. It, get, like, it gets I talked about that. like it's still there, but it's not actually like it still is technically there, but it's not really there anymore. So that may be one of my favorite I, takes. I like it, Cass, bro. I, like, <laughs> I love that. I like that one a lot. Uh, my I, my take on yams was a little different than both of your roles. Uh, my take on yams is that I've seen them. They. I've never tasted them, but just by looking at them, I can tell that I'm not going to like them, and I know they're trash, okay? I know they're trash. I've never tasted them, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. I've never tasted them, but I already know they're trash. Yeah. I already know. I don't yeah. have to actually taste them, okay? All I needed to do was just kind of look at them for just a second and be like, all right, I already know they're trash. I don't even need to taste them, okay? So my yams comparison is Anthony Richardson. Okay, I already know he's trash. I you were gonna say believe. I already know he's trash. I don't. I don't need to taste. We've only seen him for like two games and not even two full games. But I don't need to see any more. I already know. I don't need a full season to taste that guy. I already know he's trash. Okay, it's over. Like he's not. He's not gonna be good. He's never gonna be good. So we can just move on. We don't have to bring yams to this this Thanksgiving meal anymore. It's okay. We we can stop. It, it's just not good. Okay, I, I don't have to taste it. It's terrible. All right, Anthony All right. Richardson. I, I I get that. I get yeah. that. Yeah, I think I won this one. With this I like. Cool. Oh yeah, I like that. that might be my favorite take. I like mine. I like mine a lot, but Ben is really good. One hundred percent. Let's go. I don't even want to do these last two, bro. Like we've got four left, but we've got two more let's, actual foods. I don't even let, want to do these. Let's do it. Let's broccoli go. cheddar casserole. All right, I'm ready. What's no, I don't got? like my my broccoli cheddar casserole is Justin Fields. Okay. Because it's just bad, man. Like, I, it's just bad. Like, I don't even have a lot to say about it. Justin Fields is just not good. But you still have those people that... Well, hold on, hold on. You don't like broccoli cheddar casserole? No, I do not so like broccoli You don't cheddar like green beans, you don't like Brussels sprouts, and you don't like broccoli cheddar I casserole. I drink my greens, Brandon, so I don't have to eat them. 
I drink my greens, bro. Yes. Okay. yes. All right. So, Continue on. Go. No. So I picked. I picked uh, Justin Fields because there's still. I, I, I may be off with this one, but I feel like a lot of people don't like broccoli cheddar casserole. You're wrong. Like it, most, a lot of most, people like it. Most actually. people like it. Really? Yeah. I've never. I don't think I've actually ever talked to anybody. Maybe it, like if okay, okay, me, if you're above, and I'll say this, and like hopefully I'm not offending any listeners. If you're above a certain age, yes, I've heard a lot of people like it. Yeah. But like a lot of people our age do not like broccoli cheddar casserole. That I've that I've. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe I'm just missing. I think you're saying above a certain age, but I think that it doesn't change based on your generation. I think basically once you hit the age of like 16 to 17 years old, suddenly you're like, wait, broccoli cheddar casserole is actually good. I don't know. Next, maybe, seriously, seriously, listen. Next time you go to Cheddar's, get the broccoli. Get broccoli cheddar casserole. Bro- it is really good. I just you want younger and I promise. Cheddar specifically. I used to work at Cheddar's. Shout out Cheddar's. Their broccoli cheese casserole, bro, delicious. Literally, I get chicken tender plates with double side of broccoli cheese casserole. It's that good, dude. It's really good. Okay. People just don't... People, when they think about broccoli cheese casserole, they don't think they're going to like it because a lot of people don't like casseroles in the first Mm. place. And then people are like, broccoli with a casserole? That sounds awful. But, dude, a broccoli cheese casserole... Fantastic. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't had a good one. I don't know. I just remember trying it as a kid, and I hated it. Try it so, again. Yeah, so, that was my... And maybe and maybe that may even be better. I hate it right now, but when I try it, just like when Justin Fields gets out of the Bears, he may be the new Patrick Mahomes, bro. So he may be fantastic. So this one may actually be spot on. I, I hate him right now. Well, I don't hate him. I hate broccoli cheddar casserole right now, but next time that I try it, or next season, I may love Justin Fields. And broccoli cheddar casserole. That's so I'm actually staying with this right now. Okay. It's a stretch. So I went a completely different way. I don't really like my comparison for this one, but I just went with someone that I personally love because I love broccoli cheese casserole. I went with Travis Kelsey because that's how much I love this side item. And did it like I feel bad even calling Travis Kelsey a side item because he's the main part of their offense, but he is the side item to Patrick Mahomes. So like, but I also love broccoli cheese casserole to the point where like I would just eat broccoli cheese casserole on Thanksgiving. I honestly would if did it was you had it today. I did not have it today. It wasn't there, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Okay, but Travis Kelsey has been hurt also, so that makes makes more sense too. That but. I love broccoli cheese casserole. I put Travis Kelsey there. Is it the best comparison? No, but I love broccoli cheese casserole, and I love Travis Kelsey. I I I I really like my comparison for this one, and I think it will relate really well for Tanner here since he hasn't tried broccoli cheese casserole for a very long time, apparently. So, growing up, I always just assumed I didn't like broccoli cheese casserole. Like, ah, I don't, I don't like that. No, gross. But then I hit a certain age, and I was like. I tried it again. I was like, wait a second. I was like, this is actually really good. Like, holy cow. Not not only do I like like it and it's acceptable, like it's really good. Like, it's really good. <laughs> okay. So the way I looked at this for my player was I went with the receiving position. And typically I always look at small, really fast receivers as not being able to be true number one receivers. And I just thought the stance that I've always had. But very quickly I realized I was wrong about this guy and it's Tyreek Hill. This dude is a true alpha number one and he he fits that small receiver speedster 
profile, which I always thought couldn't be a true number one, but he is the the true alpha beast receiver, dude. He's great at everything. So he's on broccoli cheese casserole. Absolute beast. Great food item. Didn't think I was going to ever like it, but then as soon as I tried it, oh my gosh. Absolutely fantastic. There you I go. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It, it also kind of helps my argument a little bit, too. Like, kind of that everyone just considers it a side item. But I like it so much that, like, I think it's legitimately one of the best side items with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So, yeah. Under Underappreciated. Hey, so yeah. you got to try some broccoli cheese casserole. I'll try some broccoli cheese yeah. casserole. Got to do it. All right. Next, we're doing sweet potato casserole. Ooh, I'm ready for yeah. this one, too. I like I, it. I don't know. So, my sweet potato casserole is Stefan Diggs. Okay. Because, like, I don't feel like, like, sweet potato casserole to me is just kind of average. Like, it's not, like, extraordinary, but it's not something that, like, I hate. Like, it's just kind of in the middle. Like, if it's okay. there, I'll, I'll take it, I'll eat it, I might enjoy it. But if it's not there, I'm not really upset. That's kind of how I look at maybe Stefan Diggs this year. Like, it's not very, like, it's not, it can be there and be fantastic. But I'm not going to be upset if it's not there. And that's kind of how I view Stefan Diggs this year. And so that's kind of why I made that comparison. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to be honest. I've never tried sweet potato casserole. And <laughs> it's actually good. The reason why is just I don't I have tried sweet potatoes and I just don't like sweet potatoes. So a sweet potato casserole, I was just like, ah, it's, it's kind of like the same thing with the broccoli cheese casserole, honestly. It's like people that don't like broccoli, they're not even gonna try the broccoli cheese casserole because they're like, that just sounds even like worse broccoli. But broccoli cheese casserole is amazing. So maybe sweet potato casserole is amazing, but I don't even want to try it just because I don't like sweet potatoes. But I put Keenan Allen here, and the reason why is because I feel like I was more so just going with a sweet potato comparison here. I don't even know if it's the same, but that's in my mind. That's what I was comparing it to. So the reason I have Keenan Allen here is because if you like route running, you think Keenan Allen is amazing because he's one of the best route runners in the league. So if you're if you're ranking receivers based on he is, route, he is the best. Okay, you can make that argument. He's the best route runner in the league. So if you're ranking receivers and so highly on their route running, Keenan Allen is going to be amazing to you. You're going to love Keenan Allen. You're going to think he's one of the top receivers. If you're just looking at that huge play upside of like mossing people and getting 50-yard catches and taking a slant pass all the way to the house, you're not going to have Keenan Allen that high on your receiving list. Like He might still be there just based on name, but you're not going to have him super high. So that's why I went with Keenan Allen as my sweet potatoes because you either really love him if you're ranking route running or you don't think he's – you don't understand why other people have him so high if you're not looking at the route running aspect of it. So – that was that, that was a stretch on that one. I I don't like that comparison. I don't like. It. I I thought I did well for having never eaten the item before. Okay, so. fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so my take on sweet potato casserole is that I know it's not trash. Like I know it's not awful, but I'm never going to be eating it at Thanksgiving meal. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm never going to eat it because 
I love so many other items that are there. I'm never eating sweet potato casserole. I'm never going to give it a chance. I don't care how many people tell me it's great and how awesome this one is. I am never going to eat it and I'm never giving it a chance. I do not care how many times people try to shove it down my throat and tell me how great it is. I am not giving it a chance. So my sweet potato casserole is Dak Prescott. Okay, yeah, I, I feel do, that. I, I like do that. not care how many times the media tries to tell me he's a great quarterback. I don't care. I'm not buying it. Okay, I'm just not. And, and I know he's not awful. Like I know he's not the worst quarterback in the league. But there's so many other options. I do not care. I, I I'm done. I'm I literally will not. I will never accept it. Sorry, it's not happening. Dak Prescott. I like sweet it. potato casserole. I like it. I like it. I was thrilled with that one. Yeah, that yeah. one's nice. That yes. one's good. Next, we go into desserts. How many have we got left? We got two. Just two We more? got two left, okay. and they're both desserts. Okay. Next is the one... Don't do not do pumpkin pie yet. Save that for dead last. Yeah, because okay. I, I, my pecan pie comparison is trash, honestly. Okay. All right. I, see, I feel like my pecan pie is just... Dude, I feel like ending with with pumpkin pie is... is a, is a It feels like an acceptable ending. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My pecan pie... Is Traylon Burks. Okay. And I say that because everybody hypes up pecan pie. Oh, okay. Like, you have so much expectations for this pie. Because, like, I feel like it's it every single Thanksgiving. Okay? Like, even take Thanksgiving out of it. You go to every freaking potluck at church or whatever. There's dang pecan pie there. Okay? Right. Everybody talks about how good it is. But it's just not good. It just does not hit the expectations that people give pecan pie, and that is Traylon Burks. Everybody just trading away A.J. Brown for him. There was so much expectations on Traylon Burks, and he has nowhere close lived up to the expectations that were put on him by other people, and that is pecan pie. That's fair. I think that is the per literally the perfect pecan pie answer that you can possibly give. I'm going to be 100% honest. I haven't eaten pecan pie in a while either. So my comparison for this one wasn't as good. Um, and this was the last one. I was really struggling on this one. So this is my worst take, and I apologize for it. <laughs> I put Sauce Gardner as my pecan pie. And the only reason is because everyone, like... You should have done him as Grady, bro. Well, he he's like a <laughs> he's like a shiny, like almost toy that people think about. And like, yeah, he is really good, but there's also parts of it that's like he's holding all on every single play, and he's not actually that good of a corner. So it was like he's super shiny. Everyone knows the name Sauce Gardner. Everyone thinks about him as like this elite corner because. I, I actually think he's a really good corner as well. But apparently he holds on every play and all this other thing, which in order to be a corner in the NFL, you're going to have to hold at some point. Like, it's yeah. just – but you have to be smart enough to get away with it, and he is. And I guess Pecan Pie has figured out a way to sneak into the top desserts, even though apparently a bunch of people don't really like it that much. So so my take on Pecan Pie was quite a bit different than your all's because I, I like Pecan Pie quite a bit. Um, I think pecan. I think not enough people have actually given pecan pie an actual chance and have not tasted it very recently, like at all. 
uh, and they haven't eaten it like when it's really hot and like with some vanilla ice cream or a nice glass of milk or something with it. Uh, not enough people have actually given it a legit chance and it's paid, not enough people have paid attention to it enough. So my comparison for pecan pie is Brian Robinson Jr. Brian mm-hmm. Robinson Jr. is a great running back. He's on the Commanders, which the most of the national media and just the national fan base in general doesn't pay any attention to that team whatsoever. That team has that guy has been quietly just producing, producing, producing. Every time he's on the field, he just produces, produces, produces. Great running back, great receiver, produces in whatever way you need him to produce. And just like pecan pie and the dessert section, dude, it's going to show up. It's going to do its job. It's not going to blow anybody's minds. It's not going to grab a lot of attention, but it's going to do its job. And that's that's Brian Robinson for you. Brian Robinson, pecan pie. One and the same. I don't hate it. I like I like the comparison. Yes. I don't hate it. Yes. Oh, but I can't wait. We are on to wait. the last. Oh, I'm Pumpkin pumped. pie. I'm pumped for this. Pumpkin pie. All right, here we go. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go Oh, first? I'm going last, bro. Okay. Oh, you trust me, you're going to want me to go last on this. Okay. Yes. All right. My pumpkin pie is Tyreek Hill. Wow. Okay. It's Tyreek Hill. Because, really, pumpkin pie is the dessert. It is the number one dessert of Thanksgiving. <laughs> Literally, you say Thanksgiving, pumpkin pie, Every you ask people what dessert they associate with Thanksgiving, of course. they are going to say pumpkin pie. Okay. It is the dessert, the number one dessert of Thanksgiving, just like Tyreek Hill is the number one receiver of whatever offense that he goes to. He is the absolute showstopper, just like Pumpkin Pie is the showstopper. No matter whether you like it or not, you still respect it because you know, one, the aura around it and just how much that people love it. Like, you just respect Pumpkin Pie, just like you respect Tyree Kill. People may not like Tyree Kill. People may just think Tyree Kill is as good as he is because of how fast he is. But it's the nuances of Tyree Kill, like his hands, his ability to jump and catch the ball, like a lot of people don't give him credit for. The little nuances, like there's little nuances in, in the Pumpkin Pie. Just, ooh, man. I, Pumpkin Pie... Is type for Tyree Kill is pumpkin pie, in my opinion. I think what we've learned here today is that Tanner just has completely different taste buds than I do. Because every food that he is fantastic about, I dislike it. And every yes. food that he loves, yeah. or love every food that pie. he dislikes, apparently I really like it. Yes. Um, I do not like pumpkin pie. I understand its place. Like, I get that it almost has to be a Thanksgiving dessert because pumpkins, it's kind of the same area as fall and all of that. And I get that a ton of people really like pumpkin pie. I personally think it's overrated. And I took more of the pumpkin aspect of it of like white girls love pumpkins, like pumpkin flavored anything. They love it. So my comparison for pumpkin pie is Trevor Lawrence. A little bit overrated, and white girls absolutely love it. Do girls so, really love Trevor Lawrence? I they don't love, know. Yes, they love his flowy it's the hair. hair, bro. Yeah. It's the hair. Okay. So, they love his flowy hair, and just like... So, girls wouldn't like it if it didn't have a ton of whipped cream on it, though, either. So, the whipped cream is his hair, bro. I was using that that's so, for mine, too. Like, so. The whipped cream that, is Trevor Lawrence's hair, bro. That's yeah. what makes him attractive. I, I, the actual stuff... Uh, here's the thing. I actually think Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback. I think he's a little bit overrated, though. 
I actually just really don't like pumpkin pie, but I understand his place. So, okay. But, so the hair for the girls makes him more attractive than he actually is. The whipped cream for the pumpkin pie makes it way better dessert than it actually should be. So, that's, that's my Okay. All right, guys. You all are going to have to follow me for a second. There's a lot that goes into this. Okay. So, pumpkin pie. This is for me. Pumpkin pie is tremendously overrated specifically because of nostalgia okay because of the way you felt in the past for it okay because of that it's tremendously overrated in the present okay so that's first point okay okay not only is it tremendously overrated now it is actually absolute trash it not only is it overrated it is the worst item on the entire table okay it is the worst on the entire table I thought he was going to say Aaron Rodgers really? before he made that. Okay, so because of nostalgia, it's overrated. And on top of it being overrated, it is the worst on the table. All right? Because of all of that, my comparison to pumpkin pie is Deshaun Watson. And on top of all of that, Deshaun Watson loves finishing things off with some good whipped cream, bro. Oh, my all right? God. That's all I got to say. Oh Deshaun Watson, God. pumpkin pie. All day, perfect fit oh every single God, time. Bro. That's it. That's it. That's it. I should just drop the mic and stop the podcast right now. Boom. It's over. It's over. So much for this being a PG podcast. <laughs> oh, you all can't say that, does it? But you like pumpkin pie. So you no, it per- no, it's perfect. Like yeah. the whipped cream ending. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's, Sean uh, Watson is pumpkin pie. Yeah, that's a, uh, see, I like. Absolute trash. I like Gosh. pumpkin pie. Gosh. Like, I do. Like, pumpkin pie, but, but, it, and one reason that I gave it Tyreek Hill, though, is everybody associates it with just the dessert of Thanksgiving. Like, that's, like, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't like pumpkin pie, I could see how you would maybe yeah. think it Deshaun oh, wants God. it. And not only do I not like pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie is trash. See, I don't. It's straight. You don't think it's trash? Is it my favorite? No, but like, I don't. It's not trash. Ooh. Like, yeah, I hate pumpkin pie so much, dude. God, I hate it. Hey, do you all agree with me now that Deshaun Watson is the worst quarterback? If we redid that list back then, I still don't think he's the worst. I still don't so think bad. he's the worst. So Desmond Ritter's worst. Bro. Desmond Ritter. <laughs> if Desmond Ritter. If I if I could go. So if I could go back and redo my list, you have Joshua Dobbs as the worst quarterback. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would definitely go back and redo that. <laughs> Josh Dobbs, actually, like, if I was making the list right now, he would be in the top half of my list. Like, he's not breaking my top ten. But he would be, like, around the middle, maybe, like, yeah, 13, yeah, that's 15. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so, Tanner, go back and take us through around your plate real quick on, on your stuff. Just give us a recap of what your plate looks like. So, my plate is starting out with the turkey. Patrick Mahomes, don't even need to say anything. My ham's Joe Burrow. Uh, my stuffing is Travis Kelsey. Just those three. That's power three. You literally have three of, when you talk about positions, three of the best positions, or three of the best players on their position. One, two, and right. three. Yeah. So then you have the gravy as Trent Williams and Jason Kelsey. That is literally the icing on the cake. They're still going to be good. 
But when you add those two on it, they make it even better. I still think they you're just, cheating. For they just complement. Which cheating. okay, Jason Kelsey, you could literally take either one. Yeah. They're going to complement yeah. each other because they are once again the best at their position, and they just okay. they're already we, good. We don't have to explain I, I, it again, dude. I just I love gravy. I, I just so want much. a picture of your plate. I love gravy so much, bro. And then, um, let's see, I lost my place. I, was I don't think gravy. we needed to refresh the whole place personally. I, I just wanted I don't. to run through a name. Green Beans, David Montgomery. Um, I've got uh, my rolls is Derrick Henry. My cornbread, Saquon Barkley. My potatoes, Christian McCaffrey. My mac and cheese is Geno Smith. Um, then I've got my awful Brussels sprouts is Zach Wilson. Uh, my corn on the cob, no. No, my corn on the cob is Geno Smith. Then my green beans is David Montgomery. Cranberry sauce is Christian Bolton. Uh, my broccoli cheddar casserole is Justin Fields because after I try it, I'm going to love it just like I'm going to love <laughs> Justin Fields in two years when he tears Stop the NFL explaining it. Uh, David, or, uh, Deviled Eggs is Lamar Jackson. Pecan Pie is Traylon Burks. And Pumpkin Pie is Tyreek Hill. Okay. All right. Ben, you don't have to do it in the same order. That I'm just, yeah, I'm just reading my list from top to bottom of where I had them listed. So, yeah. Mac and cheese was George Kittle for me. Rolls was Jared Goff. Cornbread was Derek Carr. Potatoes was Debo Samuel. Sweet potato casserole was Keenan Allen. Pumpkin pie was Trevor Lawrence. Stuffing was Quentin Williams. Brussels sprouts was Aaron Donald. Yams, Frank Gore. Corn, Tyreek Hill. Green beans, Kirk Cousins. Cranberry sauce, Tua. Gravy, Christian McCaffrey, turkey, Aaron Rodgers, ham, Patrick Mahomes, broccoli cheese casserole, Travis Kelsey, pecan pie, sauce gardener, and deviled eggs, Zach Wilson. All right. That's my plate. My plate is macaroni and cheese is Josh Allen, rolls is Adam Thielen, cornbread is Tua Tungabailoa, mashed potatoes is Baker Mayfield, sweet potato casserole is Dak Prescott. Pumpkin pie with whipped cream is Deshaun Watson. Stuffing is Cooper Cup. Brussels sprouts is Isaiah Pacheco. Yams is Anthony Richardson. Corn is Jalen Hurts. Green beans, CJ Shroud. Cranberry sauce is Lamar Jackson. Gravy is Justin Tucker. Turkey is Kirk Cousins. Ham is Trent Williams. Broccoli cheddar casserole is Tyreek Hill. Pecan pie is Brian Robinson Jr. And deviled eggs is Daniel Jones. So that's our three plates, boys and girls. Yep. I like Boom. Dude, I was so excited to do this list, bro. I was pumped the whole time. I was energetic. I was loving every second of it. It was a fun list. Yes, I enjoyed well, that. that. Was a lot I of enjoyed fun. every second of that. That was awesome. Gosh, I'm still pumped. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I'm still wanting to pump mac and cheese into my veins like Josh Allen, bro. I'm ready. I, I'm ready to eat some mac and cheese too and watch George Kittle play football. That's that's what I'm ready to do. There you go, Phil. All right. So that does it for our list. If you were only listening for that list, you could stop listening now. No, you can't. Now, now we're going to talk about our bets for this upcoming weekend. Uh, we didn't have a ton to talk about. Uh, did you do a bet outside of our, our squad parlay, our, our podcast parlay, Tanner? Uh, no. 
Okay, but then you did do one, right? Yes. Okay, man, what did you do that wasn't a part of the, the well, parlay? Well, actually it is. It technically is part of the parlay, okay. but it's... What was your individual bet? My individual bet was the Packers to cover seven and a half against the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Just because the Packers always beat the Lions on Thanksgiving. It just, it happens. Anytime they play each other on Thanksgiving, the Packers just beat the Lions. That's true. So, I'm confident they might not beat them this year, but I think it'll at least be a close game and they can cover seven and a half. Okay. So, I have them covering seven and a half. Uh, I did a same game parlay on the same game, but I always, one of the three legs is Green Bay to cover plus seven and a half. The other one is Jordan Love over 15 and a half rushing yards, simply because the Lions last week struggled mightily to restrain uh, Justin Fields from running. Now, I know Jordan Love is not the same runner as Justin Fields, okay? But I do think he will escape the pocket a few times and get some rushing yards, okay? So he only needs 16. I think that that's probably going to happen. And Tucker Craft, I did an alternate receiving yards of 40-plus receiving yards because Luke Musgrave is out. Tucker Craft is the only receiving tight end on the entire team, and they this offense loves throwing the tight ends. I feel really confident that he's going to get 40 receiving yards. So those three legs... $5 down, but win $39.97. Boom. All right. So now we got nothing left but the pod parlay, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Tanner, what were your two legs? My two legs was... Um, okay, let me go to it. Uh, my two legs was... What in the world? Where is it? Ah, it was... Um, no, that's a whole... No, that is gracious, it. Tanner. My bad. I mean, I can tell you. It is legs. the Broncos money line and the Eagles money line. So I who, picked who the Broncos. Who are they playing against, Tanner? The Broncos to be do what? Who are they playing against? Oh yeah, the Broncos to beat the Browns, and then I've got the Eagles to beat the Bills straight up. So the Broncos are at home against the Browns. Yep, and, and the I've Eagles got, are yeah. at home against the Bills. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and you got the Eagles to win and the Broncos to win. Yep. All right, Ben. What are your two legs? My two legs are also for the Packers to cover seven and a half again against the Lions because I feel confident in that, and I'm not going to put something in our pod that I don't personally believe in. So I did that again, and then I did for the Steelers to straight up beat the Bengals this week because Joe Burrow is not playing, and I don't care how bad that offense is. They fired Matt Canada, so hopefully it looks a little bit better. And then Joe Burrow is not playing, and that Steelers defense – can make any quarterback any quarterback look bad, much less a backup quarterback. So I don't think it's I think it's gonna be an ugly game. I should have probably went with the under, honestly, but I'm confident that the Steelers are gonna win that game. That game might be just horrendous. It it might be just the worst. It might be pretty bad, yeah. Uh anyway, my two legs are the Chargers money line, the Ravens at Chargers. The Chargers were a three and a half point underdog but I feel really confident about this. I, I really think the Chargers are going to stop this slide. Uh, they're at home, which really doesn't matter for the Chargers, but at least they're not. At least the Ravens have to go from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast, so I do think that is going to matter. Uh, also, my other leg is Ole Miss minus 10.5 against Mississippi State tomorrow on Thanksgiving in the Egg Bowl. I think Ole Miss is about to blow Mississippi State out of the water, dude. Mississippi State is the worst team in the SEC. Yes, I am including Vanderbilt in that conversation. Mississippi State is worse than Vanderbilt, okay? Mississippi State is just awful, okay? So, anyway, 
And I'm pretty sure that win for Ole Miss is going to bump them on the over for the season, Ben, which makes it where you don't win your bet. It should have. I tried to bet the over, okay? I thought they were going to be good. Unfortunately, I hit the under, and they. I was right. They were good. So, so uh, $1 in is going to give each of us $50.20 back, which I personally feel like it should be higher than that. By the way, speaking on the topic of betting, this happened to me this morning. And I was shocked that, that how how interesting this ended up happening. So one of my coworkers was talking to me about doing a college basketball like full season parlay, and he was like, he was like, I did. He's like, I did ten different conference winners. He's like, I picked ten different conferences, and I picked like the favorite in each of those conferences to win, and I parlayed all ten of those together for a ten leg parlay. And he's like, I put one dollar and fifty cents on it. And he and he asked me, he's like, "How much do you think I would I would get in return?" Why a dollar fifty? That's such a random amount. To <laughs> so, what would your all's answer? What would your answer be? So, ten leg parlay of favorites to win their conferences in college basketball. Ooh. So one dollar fifty cents. I would. That's one dollar. If it's college, I would say between about five. This may be too high. I would say between about five to ten. Five, five to ten thousand. Okay. Ben, I would say five high. to ten thousand. Okay. I was gonna say like eight hundred ninety five. Okay. No, it's my, gotta be higher. My that. answer was twenty thousand dollars. Good. That, that, that was my. I was like, I don't know. I would say maybe about twenty thousand. And he looked at me. He was like, Were you looking at my phone? I'm like, no. He was like, The answer is twenty thousand, twenty thousand two hundred dollars. And I'm like, Really? He was like, Yeah. I was like, Dude, I've been betting too much, bro. <laughs> if I if I was oh, that close yeah. to the answer, I just threw that. I was like, I was like, I feel like it's about twenty thousand dollars, and boom, right on it, bro. For a dollar fifty, that's ten legs, Ben. Imagine if you would put two dollars on ten. That. Ten legs is pretty much impossible, even if you're doing all favorites, which on conference winners, it doesn't matter if they're a favorite or not. That means it's still plus money on each of them. Yeah. So ten legs is a lot. That's crazy. Remember me trying to do the division winners in the NFL? That's so, only that's only eight legs. I'm I know, but like, still, I get that. I mean, ten legs just isn't going to happen, especially in college basketball. Like, you're yeah. not predicting that. Like, you can say that Kentucky's going to win the SEC. You're probably not going to be which right. Which those about winners? That. It's not talking about their conference tournaments. It's talking. It's about talking about the actual season. regular season, yeah, which yeah. is still pretty much impossible. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, for instance, saying Kentucky's going to win the SEC. You have no idea, dude. It could yeah. be Tennessee. It could which, be Arkansas. Which, it could ten, be Alabama. Tennessee, like Tennessee, Tennessee is the favorite. He Tennessee was his SEC pick. They're the favorite. That's crazy. They're, the they're, they're okay. I said Tennessee can win. They can't win. <laughs> okay, but for example, in the SEC, he picked Tennessee. In the Big Twelve, he picked Kansas. Big East, he picked Marquette. Like you know, he he picked all the favorites for all these conferences. Uh, I, I get his reasoning. It's probably not going to happen, but I mean, that would be sick. I hope he hits it. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. But but anyway, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that I was that close to just just I'm, throwing the number off the you, top of my you head. Just buy a new car at that point. Just take a dollar fifty and buy a new car with it if you hit that. Yeah, so. that'd be sick. I, I if you if you spent twenty thousand on a car, that'd be a pretty nice car. Yeah, exactly. Like it's probably used, but it's going to be a nice used car. Nowadays, exactly. no. Dude, you're like if he it well it depends. It depends on what your level of nice is. Twenty thousand is going to be. It's yeah, that's, gonna be that's gonna be a nice car, dude, bro. Cars nowadays are stupid. It's, it's not gonna be like a Corvette. Yeah, or you're anything. not driving. You're not I'm, driving I'm something crazy. It's going to be a reliable car that you can trust. Yeah, well, that's what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it depends on what your level. Like, of I could like, get. I could get like nice the twenty. Is. I could get like the twenty twenty two version of my car out there right now. Yeah, I could. Get, I could get one that's like one or two years old. 
Yeah, for twenty thousand dollars, I one hundred percent could do that. One hundred percent, and I consider that a nice car. Oh, I consider that a nice car too. But yes. some people are going to consider like a fifty thousand dollar car. Of course, nice technically. Yeah. So like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It depends on what your level of nice is. By the way, it's going to take off. It's going to take a my more. level. Of, if it get if it gets me from point A to point B without me having to push <laughs> and donate my liver to put gas in it, that's a reliable car. Yes. But, Inflation is going to have to go up way more, to be honest, for me to ever spend $20,000 on a car. I just don't think it's really worth it, to be honest with you. I'll spend $10,000, and I'll be perfectly happy with that car all day long. I got that. All day. But anyway, we're going to end it there. We will talk to you guys on Monday night. Hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. By the way, guys, it's after midnight. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving gentlemen. to you guys. And we will talk to you guys next week. See you. See you. See you.